Hey guys, it's me, Charisma. So I decided that I am going to share with you guys um, my book that I wrote. It's called Cafe Delight, and I'm going to read the first chapter. Um, And I will try to do a chapter a day just to see if people are really into it. So here it goes. As she sat there in the cafe waiting for her coffee, she took a look over her shoulder and saw the most handsome man alive. Granted, she was married, but there was something about this one that caught her attention. The barista called her name. She grabbed her cup and proceeded to her table. She lightly bumped into him and she heard a deep voice say, excuse me, I didn't mean to bump into you. When she looked up, she saw him standing there. He was about 5'11 or maybe taller. How would she know? She only stood five feet even. So anything taller than her was gigantic. It's okay. It was partly my fault. I wasn't looking where I was going. As she headed to her seat, she said, excuse me, but he said, excuse me, but my name is Nathaniel. Do you mind if we share a table? Deep down inside of her, she wanted it to say no because she knew she was happily married to her husband of six years, but she thought to herself, who the hell are you kidding? You and your husband have been on a rocky boat, not to mention haven't had sex in six months. A tap on her shoulder brought her back to reality. Oh, I'm sorry. You caught me daydreaming. It's okay. I do that sometimes myself, said Nathaniel. So are you going to answer my question? Oh, yes, that's right. Mm, Sure, we can share a table. As their tantalizing conversation continued, she glanced down at her phone and noticed the time. Oh, my. Has it been that long? I'm so sorry, but I have to head back into work. I am 10 minutes late. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to keep you this long, said Nathaniel. It's okay. She got up and grabbed her purse and briefcase, and he asked her if they could meet again tomorrow. She turned around to look at him and told him this was the best conversation she has had in years, but she was married. She turned around and walked out of the cafe, not giving him a chance to respond on what she said. She walked two blocks down to her office. It was a very cold winter day. Normally, she would take her car up two blocks, but lately, some asshole has been parking in her spot. Lately, she's been getting up two hours early than she normally would to get to work because of this asshole in an Aston Martin parked in her spot. Once she got there, she isn't moving her Altima unless it was time for her to go home. As she walked into the office, handing her assistants her belongings, she went into, the, into her office. She knew that she wasn't late because she was the boss. So if she wanted it to, she could have sat there and kept on talking. However, knowing that she was married, she felt bad about how good it was to have such a stimulating conversation with someone other than her husband. She caught herself thinking about Nathaniel, his big eyes, short, wavy, light brown hair, and flecks of gold, broad shoulders, and the light shadow on his face. He looked like he was in his mid-30s. She didn't ask him his age. As a matter of fact, she really don't know much about him, only what he looks like. Her assistant buzzed the line. Much to her surprise, it was her husband. Sarah asked if it was okay to transfer the line over. She thought to herself while answering and picking up the phone to talk to her husband. Hi, honey. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Just got back from from break. Well, the reason for this call is to let you know that I will be home late, so don't wait up, said Carmen's husband. It wasn't a surprise when she heard him say that. He has been coming home late for the past week due to a big project he is working on. 
She hung up the phone with her husband and caught herself thinking about how guilty she felt inside. She knew a part of him was still in love with him, but another part of her needed adventure. She remembered when she first met Oscar. They were in college together. It was her first year and his last year. She was walking around trying to find her classes when she bumped into him. Excuse me, I wasn't paying attention to where I was walking, said Carmen. It's okay. He started to walk off when I decided to ask him for some help. Do you mind helping me find my class? I feel like a mouse in a maze. Sure, I have 15 minutes before my next class, said Oscar. She interrupted by her assistant, Sarah, telling her my first client had just arrived. Her first client was a lady who was having trouble in her marriage. Who was she to give advice on someone else's marriage when she was having troubles of her own? She decided to tell her client that she had something important to handle at home if they can reschedule for next week. Sure, no problem, doctor. Well, here's my number. Call me if you need in if anything changes, said Carmen. Thank you. I'll see you next week. You're very welcome. She walked her to the door and waved goodbye. She closed the door and went back to her desk. She looked at the clock and saw that she had five more hours until closing time. She just sent away her first she just sent away her first client. Now she was left alone with her thoughts. Would you like to go out to dinner with me? asked Oscar. Um Yeah said Carmen in a nervous voice. Okay, I'll pick you up at 7, said Oscar. Well, can it be at 9 because my last class isn't over till 7 and I would like to be able to get dressed up. Okay, 9 will be fine, said Oscar with a big smile on his face. She remembered being so nervous in class because she never really had been on a date, let alone having a boyfriend. I mean a boy who was a friend. She watched as the clock got closer to 7. She started to get butterflies as she was walking back to, my, back to her room. She didn't know what to expect. She was wondering if she would call him or call it off. She opened her room door. Her roommate was sitting at her desk like always. Hi, Kristen. Oh, hi, Carmen. I didn't hear you come in, said Kristen. So how was class? Asked Carmen. You know, same old, same old. They both started laughing. So are you ready for your big date with Oscar? said Christine. I was thinking I should call it off. Why? I've never been on a date. I wouldn't know what to do or what to say. Just be yourself and go with the flow, said Christine. What would I do if he wants to kiss me? said Carmen nervously. Kiss back? It's not that hard, chuckled Christine. Um, can I tell you something? Yeah, anything, said Christine. Okay, promise me you won't laugh. Okay, I promise I won't laugh. I never kissed a boy before. Christine started to laugh at her. She even had tears coming on her face. You promised you wouldn't laugh, said, Chris, said Carmen. Christine tries to compose herself before she tries to say anything else. I'm sorry, Carmen, but you are 20 years old and never kissed a guy. Whatever, I'm going to take a shower. If he gets here before I get out, keep him company, okay? Tell him I will be out soon. Okay, said Kristen. Please don't mention to him about me never kissing the guy, okay? Okay, I will. I mean, I won't, said Kristen jokingly. I'm serious. Okay, mum's the word, said Christine. She went in the bathroom to take a shower and get ready for her first date. While in the shower, she heard a knock on the door. It was Kristen telling her Oscar was here. Okay, 
I'll be out in five minutes. She grabbed her towel and wrapped it around her. She sat down on the toilet thinking if she should just say she wasn't feeling good and if there were, if they could reschedule. But then she remembered what she told Kristen and she would know the real reason why she decided not to go. A tap on her shoulder made her come out of her daze. There was standing her best friend from college, Kristen. She had blonde hair, blue eyes. She was about 5'5", with a thin waist, and she still wore those big, goofy glasses that she had since college. She would try to tell her would try to tell her that she looked silly and needed new pairs. She won't listen. Hey, Kristen, I was just thinking about you, said Carmen. Hey, girl, how are you and Oscar doing? We're doing well, you know. We're still in love. Why did I have to? Why did I have to lie like that? She was my best friend. I should have told her the truth. That's good to hear, said Kristen. So what brings you to the Windy City, asked Carmen. Well, I needed to come see my best friend that I haven't seen since your wedding. Oh, I'm sorry. I have been so busy, you know, with me opening up my own business, said Carmen. It's okay. You can make it up to me by taking me out for coffee. Okay, we can go to this cafe that I normally go to. Kristen caught her in a daze and she was thinking about him once again. Hey, you want to tell me what that's all about? Oh, um, nothing. I was just thinking about Oscar and how he won't be home until late. So we can go to dinner instead of the cafe. Christine gave me a look that said, okay, you're hiding something from me and I'm going to find out what it is. Instead of commenting on my strange behavior, she just shook her head in agreement. She buzzed her assistant. Sarah, please reschedule my appointments for today. I am stepping away from the office. Yes, Miss Suarez. Thank you. While Kristen and Carmen were walking out of the building, she spotted Nathaniel from the corner of her eyes and panicked. What if he stops to talk to me? What am I supposed to tell Kristen? Quick, think of something fast. Carmen said to herself, um, I forgot my wallet in my office. I'll be back. Okay, said Kristen with a confused look on her face. She waited in her office looking out the window while she watched him walk by. But where does he work at? The only thing upstairs for me is lawyers. What if he is a lawyer? She continued to watch him. He never went into a car. He just walked right past Kristen without giving her a second look and kept on walking. Kristen had that problem a lot. No handsome man ever looked her way. Carmen tried to tell her if she just changed the way she dresses and those big goofy glasses, she can find a good-looking man. Her husband is a short, chubby man who has his own company of computer repair, and Kristen needed her computer repair. Computer repair, that's how she met Jerry. He had a nerdy but charming personality. Once she saw that he was out of sight, she walked back outside to join Kristen. Okay, now we can head out. Yeah, my car is right here. Let's hurry up and get out the cold. Once in the car, they waited for the car to warm up so she can turn on the heater. While waiting, Kristen asked her the same question she asked whenever they seen each other. So, have you decided if you want to have kids yet? Asked Kristen. No, I don't think I can handle kids right now. Oh, okay. While in the car, she was thinking about what Kristen had said about her having kids. She never really thought about it, nor did Oscar and her talk about it. She's 36 years old. She don't know if she wants to start a family in this late in life. Is, is it wrong to not, to not have kids? I mean, Kristen is 35 years old and has two kids, one boy and one girl. I see what she goes through to raise them. Her oldest is eight and her youngest is six years old. Carmen thought to herself, so I decided to ask 
her how the kids were and her relationship with Jared is going. How is the family doing, said, said Carmen. They are doing great. Kendra stayed, Kendra stayed with the kids while I came here. I just needed a break from everything that's happening. So are you and Jared having problems? Carmen asked, asked with a concerned face. Well, Jared and I have been married for nine years and everything was great. But when we had our first kid, things became a little more stressful. Why, said Carmen. Jared wasn't working at the time when I got, had gotten pregnant with Jake. I was the only one bringing home the bacon, so when I got pregnant, he stressed out because he is still looking for work and knew that he would have to find something fast before it was time for my maternity leave. How did you manage all of this, said Carmen? Well, as you know, I work in a school, so I was in my office when I overheard my boss say that he needed some more janitors, so I decided to talk to my boss and see if I can get an interview for Jared. Granted, he never worked as a janitor. So how did Jared feel about it, asked Carmen. We got into an argument. He said that he don't need my help in finding a job. Well, you know, men, they always say that they don't need a woman's help unless they lost their pants. Carmen chuckled. They both started to laugh as they were walking up the door. Carmen Carmen told Kristen to make herself at home while she grabbed the mail. They lived in a neighborhood where the grass was always cut and clean and neighbors knew their names. As she was walking up to her mail, her neighbor waved hello and I returned a gesture and walked back to the house. When she opened the door, Kristen was sitting on the couch looking at their wedding pictures that was on the coffee table. I'm gonna go get I'm going to go get out of my work clothes and then we can finish catching up. Carmen left Kristen in the living room while she was upstairs in her bedroom. She walked into her closet to grab a pair of blue jeans and a white t-shirt and shoes. She got dressed and headed back downstairs. To her surprise, her husband was sitting next to Kristen. Oh, what are you doing home early? Asked Carmen. Well, I decided to come home for lunch. I needed, dif- I needed a different scenery, said Oscar. He gently kissed her on the lips. He said he was going upstairs to shower and change clothes. Well, while he's doing that, let us catch up on life, I said. Carmen said to Kristen. But first, do you have some wine? Asked Kristen. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Would you like a glass? How about you give me the whole bottle without a glass? They both started to laugh. Wow, it must be that serious, huh? Yeah, it is. So tell me what's going on, said Carmen. Well, my marriage is falling apart. Why would you say that? What's going on that you feel like that? Well, Jared has been acting weird lately. Something inside my heart is telling me that there's another woman. Well, do you have anything that tells you... Well, do you have anything that tells you this? Or are you going by your female intuition? Well, one day Jared called me telling me he had to work late. That sounded a little weird to me given he is a janitor for school, so why would he have to work late? So I told him that was okay, that I'll see him when he gets home. Okay, that doesn't sound bad, said Carmen. There's more to it. So I looked at the clock to see what time it was, and it was 12 o'clock. So I decided to call his cell phone, and it went straight to voicemail, something he has never done before. So I decided to call the school because I knew someone would be there to answer the phone. So Jacob, the other janitor that works with him, answers the phone. So I asked him if I can speak to my husband because I called him on his cell, and and it goes straight to voicemail. And he told me that Jared clocked out hours ago. Well, don't jump to conclusion. Maybe he picked up a second job. 
Well, the problem is I tried to tell him about it because this wasn't the first time he has been doing this for about two weeks. Is he refusing to talk to you, asked Carmen. Yeah, every time I bring it up, just shuts me out or claims he had a long day. Uh, sorry, guys, I lost my spot. Give me a second. Yeah, every time I bring it up, he just shuts me out or claims he had a long day and doesn't want to talk about it. So when Carmen was going to ask another question, she heard her husband coming down the stairs. He noticed the tension that was in the air and decided to grab something to eat and drink, then retired to his home office. On his way to his office, her husband popped his husband popped his head in the living room and suggested that Christine and Carmen go out to eat to finish catching up. That's a great idea, honey, said Carmen. I will be here when you get back. Have fun, said Oscar. It was nice to see it was nice seeing you again, Oscar, said Kristen with a smile on her face. Yes, it was nice. Yes, it was nice. Hope to see you again soon, said Oscar. Carmen gave her husband a kiss on the lips and a hug, told him she will see him when she gets home, and headed to her car with the story from Journey came on the radio. Kristen and Carmen looked at each other other and started to sing at the top of their lungs. They say that the road Ain't no place to start a family right down the line. It's been you and me and loving a music man ain't always what it's supposed to be. Oh, girl, you stand by me. I'm forever yours faithfully. When she looked at Kristen and saw she was crying, she decided to turn the music down. She didn't know what to say to her friend. She was sitting there with tears coming down her face. Don't worry. Everything will be Everything will work out for the best, said Carmen. What if it doesn't? What if he really is cheating on me? I don't know if I can handle that, said Kristen. You will know what to do and say when the time comes. Kristen gives out a big sigh. She wipes her eyes and says, I really hope so. They pulled up to the restaurant, restaurant, gave her car to the valet, and walked inside. It was nice to be in a warm place. They waited for their names to be called. The waiters finally called out our name out their names and showed them to their table welcome to the red rose my name is becky i'll be your waitress for tonight hi becky can you just give us a minute while we decide on what we're having said carmen sure no problem i'll be right over here for when you are ready thank you so what would you like to drink carmen asked Kristen. I think I am in need of some hard liquor. They both chuckled and looked at the menu to see what kind of drinks they served. To their luck, they served all types of drinks. Carmen signaled for the waitress to come to her table. She came and said, Are you ready to order? We are going to start off with some drinks first, said Kristen. Okay, what will it be? Can I have a vodka and tonic, said Kristen, and I'll just have a margarita, said Carmen. Wow, she wow, she couldn't imagine that their marriage has been that bad. They looked so happy at their wedding. So this must be a very serious matter. You travel two hours unannounced and you are drinking hard liquor, which you haven't done since our college days. To be honest, I have been drinking on a daily basis with all the drama between Charity and I, plus the kids, it's becoming hard. Well, you know that drinking isn't going to help help out the problem said Carmen with a concerned look on her face don't you think I know that Carmen but it helps drown out the pain so what have you tried to do 
said Carmen. Well, I tried to talk to him, but he won't listen. So we need to figure out what you can do to get your marriage back, said Carmen. I don't know what to do. I feel like I'm at the end. Just want to shout, forget it, and move on without ever trying. Hold on there. You just can't give up. You have a house and a family with this man. You just can't pack up and move. You have to think about the kids and how they will feel. This is their father still. Yeah, you're right, said Kristen. How is your sex life? Are you still guys having sex, said Carmen? Yeah, yeah, our sex life hasn't changed much. It's always the same, nothing new. How about this? You take the kids to your mom's house and plan a nice evening with him. Maybe a dinner and a movie. Then come home and spend some time in the bedroom. But do something that he wouldn't expect you to do. Like what, said Kristen. Maybe you can take some stripper lessons, said Carmen. No, I would be too shy to do that, said Kristen. So are you willing to try something new to save your marriage, asked Carmen. Yes, I want to save my marriage. Okay, so if the stripper lesson is too much for you, how about you do a whole makeover, change your look, give yourself a new hairstyle, and finally get rid of those big glasses and get contacts. Do you do you do you do this to all your clients? said Kristen. If need be, yes I do, with a firm nod. Carmen gave with a firm nod of her head. Okay, I'll do anything to save my marriage except dancing on a pole. They both started to laugh. Carmen was thinking that this liquor was really getting to them. She gave a gesture for the waitress to come over so they can order food. What can I do for you, lady, said Becky. We are ready to place our order, said Kristen with a small slur to her voice. What would you like? I would like the steak with potatoes and vegetables, said Carmen. I would like lasagna with some salad. Would you like to have non-alcoholic drink, asked Becky. Yes, we can have some water with lemon in it, said Kristen. Yes. Will that be all? Yes, thank you. I'll be right back with your food in a few minutes. So when can you have a day to yourself so you can get this makeover done, asked Carmen. How about this weekend? I could drop the kids off at my mom's on Fridays and head to your job. Okay, make sure that Jerry makes no plans for the whole weekend. What would I tell him without giving my surprise away, asked Kristen. Make up an excuse for him not to make not to make any plans. Okay, I can do that. So now that you fixed my life, what's going on with you, said Kristen. All things in my life are going okay. Kristen gave Carmen a look as if she was holding something back from her. I have to go to the restroom, but I do have something to tell you. It will have to wait until I get back. It's just like you to get up and go to the restroom when you have a juicy story for me. Carmen smiles knowing Carmen smiles knowing smile and walks away. She would have never imagined that her friend was having such a hard time at home. She always seemed like she was happy and in love, still lost in her own thoughts as she walked out of the restroom she bumps into someone. Well, guys, that's just as far as I'm going to read. If you want to listen to it, come back tomorrow for to see who Carmen bumps into at the restaurant. Bye.